0: Ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? (laughs) I'm Batman. I am vengeance. That's a good one. That's a good one.
1: That's a real good one.
0: That dropped on HBO this week.
1: Rubber lips are immune to your charm.
0: I don't know that one.
1: That's from Batman and Robin. Uh Chris O'Connell. Was that who it was? Yeah. Chris O'Connell. So...
0: Welcome to, from corner to corner,
1: Batman edition. Batman? It's the Batman! We all wear masks. Uh,
0: (laughs) Well, we told you that we was going to do some different stuff. Different? So, you went and saw the Batman movie a couple weeks after I did. Man. If you haven't seen it, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the Batman.
1: The Batman. Listen. When it first debuted, when the trailer first came out, and we saw that Vampire himself, Team Edward, Robert Pattinson was going to play the Batman, it turned a lot of people off.
0: It it caught a lot of negative flack.
1: Because he was so tied to a role as a vampire in Twilight. Twilight. I don't even. I didn't even know the name of it.
0: Well, I know the name of it just because of that. You're I never saw it. Were you so. team Edward or team Jacob? No, I never watched a single one of them.
1: Yeah. So that was team Jacob.
0: I think he did a phenomenal
1: job. Oh, he was so good.
0: And a lot of people are like, "I don't like the role that he played of Bruce." Well, I honestly did.
1: I really like, and 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 I liked it as well. But I liked it because. In our Gotham timeline, we've always come to know Bruce Wayne as the playboy billionaire who was 40-ish. Yeah. This was up-and-coming aristocrat Bruce Wayne, who still had a lot of demons that he was dealing with, and he was roughly... Mid 20s.
0: That's what I would p- guesstimate him to be at.
1: I, I wouldn't figure uh, he was up, 30
0: upper, yet. Upper 20s at, at the most. Right. But what I liked about the way they portrayed him is the current time, right? Mm-hmm. How would a child that is in his situation, whose parents get murdered in front of him, mm-hmm. grow up nowadays? They're probably going to grow up a little dark, a little hateful, a little deceitful, very quiet, mm-hmm. and very to themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be an out, outlandish, outgoing party animal. Right. Right? I think the way they portrayed him was, was perfect. When I walked out of the theater, I text you immediately mm-hmm. that I felt it was beautiful. Right?
1: You said the whole thing was beautiful.
0: Yeah. I like the music. I like the the script. I like the way that it flowed. Like everything about it was great. Now the one downfall that I had, and this is only because we're used to it, is the Riddler character was so different.
1: And I love the Riddler. And
0: I and I didn't dislike it. I love the way they did it because it was it was very intense for the Riddler character as to how they did it. I love that part of it. It's just that nostalgia thing that you've always envisioned the Riddler wearing green and purple with question marks written all over it, which is a little cheesy. Right. Right? The way they did this, though, it was really, really good. Right. The My favorite part about the whole thing is you go all the way back to the uh, Adam West, Batman, back in the the sixties. Boom, bow. Working with the police department, mm-hmm. right? The Michael Keaton character, all the way through Christian Bale. They were on the run from the police. For, uh, you know, Commissioner Gordon is the only one that he worked with. Right. And he worked with him in this movie, but he was brought into the crime scenes.
1: Well, and you could tell, again, spoiler alert, the police didn't want him there. Right. So I thought it did a great job of combining those two aspects yeah. of, well, we need him here to help solve cases, but we don't want him here.
0: Right. Yeah. Because the very first time he walks on, why is he here? Why? What's he doing here? What's he doing You know, here? there were, you know, with the Riddler. If you noticed every single time he found the 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 envelope, he was the only one that found them. Yeah. Nobody else found them. Yeah. So it was it was
1: very very well done. It was. Extremely well done. And but you talk about the envelopes. They it was done that way because the Riddler knew Batman would be the only one to find them. Yes. Because to get his mission accomplished, Batman was the only person that could do that. Yeah, Batman had to bring the guy out.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Bring him into the bring the rat into the light. Right. I thought it was beautiful. I oh, mean, it was great.
0: It, you know, I don't think there was anything that I really didn't like about it. Like I said, I didn't dislike the Riddler part. The only thing that caught my attention immediately was the dramatic difference in the portrayal of the character. And I thought they did a great job of setting up the penguin for the future.
1: Right. I don't think the penguin has to be the villain in the next movie. Right. I think he can play a bigger role in the in the mob scene, but he doesn't have to take on that main villain role. Right. Uh yeah, you know, it it's set it up for Joker to be the main villain of the next yeah. movie, hoping there is a next movie. I don't see any way in the world there isn't.
0: I think it's a trilogy. I really do think that. I've seen stuff that that it's a trilogy. Now to tell you what's on April first on April Fool's Day, there you know how you it's, you can't you can't trust anything on Google
1: that day. You can't trust anything well, anywhere.
0: I. I <laughs> I clicked on something that said that Robert Pattinson didn't enjoy the role and blah, 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 this and that. And they were going to go back to, oh, shoot, the the last one. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. And all this and that. And you get all the way down to the bottom and then it says April Time News or something like it, or April Fool's Day News or something like that. And I was like, crap, I just wasted five minutes of my time. And I was getting mad. I was they, like, what? They got me. You know, because, I mean, I
1: love Christian Bale. I know. As, as Batman, he's your number one.
0: But Robert Pattinson did a really solid job.
1: Robert Pattinson would be in my top four of Batman.
0: Yeah, I, I guess, I guess the reason that I didn't dislike Robert Pattinson from the beginning was the fact that I didn't, I didn't tie him to Twilight because right. I, I hadn't watched, I didn't watch those movies.
1: Yeah, you know, that's the problem with movies like Twilight or that Daniel Radcliffe that played Harry Potter. Macaulay Culkin that played Kevin from Home Alone. When you play these iconic roles, people pretty much portray you and see you in that light the rest of the time. Well, uh,
0: Tom, Tom, uh, what's his face? Spider Man. Uh, Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Like, like, there's rumors that he doesn't want to be Spider Man anymore because of that role. But now he just played in that Uncharted movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. And it was phenomenal. I loved that movie. I've never played the video game, but the movie was fantastic. Right. And he did a great job in that. Right. And I think that was the thing with Christian Bale, right? After those three, they wanted him to sign on for more,
1: but he was like,
0: No, I'm done being Batman.
1: Right. I'm a selfish kind of person. I am too. Right? When it comes when it comes to my actors.
0: If 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 I'm the guy that is being portrayed as quite possibly the greatest Spider-Man of all time or the greatest Batman of all time. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. For our listeners, did you just admit Tom Holland was the greatest Spider-Man no. of all time? I said he's
0: being portrayed
1: as. I said he's being We'll let our as. listeners decide that.
0: He's being portrayed as. We'll let our
1: listeners decide what you just said. I'm
0: not calling him out. I think you just did. No, I didn't. I no,
1: didn't. I didn't no, 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 no,
0: no, no, I no. not
1: call I think you did. Nope, nope. It's our still, listeners will let us know. It's still Toby.
0: <laughs> it's still Toby.
1: Yeah. Anywho. Well, so, you look at you. To, well, I'm just saying, I would
0: th- want to continue on those well, roles. Well,
1: Chris Evans. Right. I don't want anybody else to be Captain America ever
0: right and Chris, unfortunately it's going to be Falcon
1: but I'm like but in that's how it also worked in the in, in the comics so I'm okay with that but if they ever come back out with like to try to reboot I don't want anybody but Chris Evans playing now. Yeah. I don't want anybody but Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark right don't want it happening yeah because they're so and and, and to kind of piggyback off your point if you're so iconic in that role why wouldn't you want to right like if i'm if i am you know we both thought christian Bale was a great was a great batman if i am christian Bale, i'm like no i'm batman like i don't want you to remember anybody else right but you think about michael keaton he did the exact same thing he played uh Two.
0: He was the first two.
1: First two, and then they went to Val Kilmer. Uh, and then Val and, Kilmer... They got
0: really bad when they went to George Clooney.
1: With the nipple suit. George yeah. Clooney's suit had nipples. Yeah. George Clooney, fantastic Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Not a good Batman. Yeah. Maybe if his suit didn't have nipples, <laughs> he might be better.
0: <laughs> you know, Ben Affleck did a, a very good job, I thought.
1: That's the one Batman I have not seen. I have not seen Batman vs Superman or the Justice League.
0: I mean... He does a very good job of playing both roles, right? His Batman suit's a little over the top. Well, it's He's got it's, a lot more electronics. I was gonna say
1: it's like super robotic, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, so he can fight with Superman.
1: Yeah,
0: um, but those are great movies. I mean, I mean, fantastic movies. I it would be really difficult for you, like, you'd ha- you need to watch Aquaman and Wonder Woman before you go and watch the Justice League right. I mean it, it kind of all ties together that way but those are those are definitely great movies
1: question since we're talking about Batman is Batman a superhero
0: I why did I not know that you was not gonna that you's gonna ask this question
1: is he a superhero a hundred percent what makes him a superhero can he fly? I mean,
0: theoretically, yes.
1: No, he cannot.
0: He can jump off of a building and, and float. Glide. And glide.
1: Glide. Can he, does he get supersonic speed? No. Um, can he, I mean, can he shoot webs out of his hand? Does
0: well, I mean, apparently, you know, only the OG Toby Maguire could do that. Tom Holland can do that. Out of a mechanical thing.
1: He shoots him. Yeah, but it
0: doesn't come from his actual hand. Stop
1: trying. You, uh, you're trying I'm, to backtrack. I'm just Sam saying. You said five minutes ago that he was, if you were arguably the greatest Spider Man, was your words. Not mine. I didn't put those words I in I said
0: mind. being uh, But, uh, anyways, you're saying, can he shoot
1: wait, he, Tom Holland? Well, can't we're, talking either. About, we're talking about <laughs> Batman. Okay. Because I don't think Batman's a superhero.
0: He's just a rich guy with toys. Just just a rich guy with a lot of toys. That knows how to fight.
1: Knows how to fight. That apparently, according to the Gotham series, it was Alfred that taught him how to fight, which has blown my mind. (laughs) Right. Because you don't think of Alfred Pennyworth as like this bad dude that's going to teach you to bare knuckles fight. Right. So, the it, debate it, is
0: it's a great it's a great known debate. And then cuz the, a lot of people I know the argument. The argument is can you be a superhero if you don't have natural superpowers? Right. I I mean I get that. But when it comes down to it,
1: he's a superhero. Most of the time Batman comes out victorious. He's a superhero. Right. So then I'll I'll follow that question up
0: with a question. But do you notice <laughs> that his his uh, villains don't have superhero uh, superhero powers either. No, they're
1: just psychotic.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're just crazy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So then I follow that question up with this question: There's almost 2,700 billionaires in the world. Why the heck hasn't anybody become Batman?
0: Because <laughs> most of those people don't want to fight. <laughs>
1: They want to fight in the law in the in the courtroom. They don't want to fight in the street. I mean, I think they're really underutilizing their money. If they would like to give me their money, I'll become Batman.
0: I mean, I'm Batman. In all honesty, no one's seen Batman and Donald Trump in the same room. They have not. So, just saying.
1: I mean, that is a fair point. I mean, you know, I'll go. I've never seen Batman and Jeff Bezos in the same room,
0: or Elon Musk. Like he would be the guy, Elon though, right? Musk would Elon be guy. Musk would be the guy that would have the attitude enough to be like, "I'm going to become Batman." I'm Batman. Just give it time. <laughs> it's probably coming. Like one of these days, it's going to be the um, what's the name of his cars? The
1: is it the Tesla?
0: The Tesla, yeah, the Tesla Batmobile right. will be will be coming out.
1: That'll be probably be in the next movie. I mean, he
0: offered 43 billion dollars for Twitter, and they said no. Yeah,
1: I'm like no. Because he was going to privatize it.
0: Yeah. Or shut it down.
1: That's what he was going to do, shut it down.
0: It's so funny. I see all these TikToks people out there going, Jeff Bezos offered $23, million, or 23 billion for Twitter. I downloaded it for free in the App Store. <laughs>
1: Idiot. <laughs> I'm supposed to be a genius.
0: <laughs> a- I love the way that people are portraying that.
1: So, Batman was phenomenal. Oh, excuse me, I said that wrong. It's not Batman. It's The Batman. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's crucial to yeah. put the the in front of it. I forgot how much I, I enjoyed going to the movies.
0: Well, I mean, COVID took that away. It did, right? And I mean, it was like the first time I went back to the movies, like you walk in and you're just kind of looking around like
1: it was like the wow. first time you ever been all over again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love going to the movies. I, I I really do. It's one of my favorite things to do.
1: What's the best movie you've ever seen at the movie theaters?
0: Oh God, um, man, it's hard not to say that one right there. I mean, I've seen all the Batman movies at the theater. Yeah, I've seen all the Spider Man, all the superhero movies minus Shanghai or whatever that one that came out at, uh, last year. Um, I haven't seen that one yet. I did not see Captain Marvel in the movie theater. I've seen all of the Jurassic park movies at the movie theater.
1: The original jurassic the o g Jurassic park in yeah. the movie theaters was legit
0: yeah i the you know they're closing that series out this summer right
1: and I'm here for that yeah, yeah
0: because they got the original people off that yeah
1: one. they brought it all back yeah
0: so i'm I'm excited to go see that um. Man, I've been going. Here comes the joke.
1: Since the drive-in, I mean, I, you and Liz recording.
0: I'll be honest with you. <laughs> I cannot tell you that I've ever been to a drive-in movie, but I do remember watching the Transformers cartoon
1: movie. Did you call them the picture shows when you used to go? No, no. <laughs>
0: Where in Litchfield, where I'm from, we have a movie, We had a movie theater, one screen. Mm-hmm. They played one movie at a time every weekend. There was like three movies, and they'd play in succession. But there wasn't no multiple theaters. Right. You know.
1: Was this? I mean, were you driving your 50 Chevy, 57 <laughs> Chevy to the Levee, But the Levee was dry. On your way to the picture show. <laughs> Is that what you did
0: no, no. My my mom had to take me. A, that was you know a long time ago. Yeah, I might have been ten when I when I when I saw that.
1: Did you uh, ride in one of those old school seats that basically were just three bars that wrapped over, or was it a legitimate car seat?
0: I, I'm not really sure what you're talking about.
1: You know those old school that you see in all the old pictures. It's like a it's like it just hooks over the front of the seat and you just kind of dangle there in the middle of the seat. <laughs> Never seen them? No. Ugh.
0: No. Uh, not, not that I'm aware of. Uh, are you talking like a car seat? Yeah. Oh. No, I, I don't remember ever riding in a car seat. I mean, I, I grew up in the time where we didn't wear seat belts. We laid in the back windshield of the car and drove along and when they hit the brakes, we'd come flying out of the back window. I, I yeah I don't I don't recall it.
1: I bet Sean was in one of those.
0: So, in your um, 57 Chevy. Man, it's really I I honestly I I have no idea what the greatest movie. I, it, it very well could be the Batman that we just watched. I think the Spider Man the last Spider Man was really good too.
1: I think the best movie I have ever seen in the movie theater. Has to be Infinity War or Endgame.
0: Yeah, they were both
1: fantastic. They were both really good. I saw the Dark Knight in the movie theater too, and it's really good.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I saw all of those.
1: Right. I'm thinking.
0: I could. I could see that. That, that those. Honestly, I looked over them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'm leaning more towards Infinity would War. Would it
0: be cool to sit down and watch that straight through, though? Yes. The girls are gone for the next three days. That might very well happen.
1: <laughs> Sean's going to catch up on the. <laughs> like, I
0: got some projects outside that need to be done that I'll probably work on on Saturday.
1: It's going to be a nice weekend. Yeah. So. I, what was the first movie you ever saw? Did I read You said it was uh, Transformers. It
0: was probably the Transformers. Yeah.
1: My mom says that she took me. She started telling me something to, uh, right around Christmas time that on Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve. When I was little, she, me and her used to go to the movie theater. And she was like, don't you remember? And I was like, Mom, that was like 35 years ago. No, I don't remember. Uh, but apparently we saw the first Home Alone movie theater. The first movie that I remember watching in the movie theater was Mrs. Doubtfire. I remember watching Mrs. Doubtfire in the movie theater.
0: That was on TV the other day, and I flipped through. It, it was so good. And I caught it about the last 40 minutes of it, right when they get to the restaurant at the end. Mm-hmm. That is legitimately one of Robin Williams' funniest movies. Maybe his funniest. Might movie. be his
1: best movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. It's like.
0: Patch Adams was a really, really good movie. Right. But it's more of a tearjerker than a laugher. Right. But it was. That was. Beu- that was a beautiful
1: movie. I loved it. It was I, good. I loved it. It was good. Uh, of course,
0: being a dad when he's. You know, right. getting I mean, the it, kids taken away from it. It just
1: it just goes to show you the the lengths that parents will go to yeah, to see their kids.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: But that, you know, he turned a mess into something good. Right. And he ended up becoming the TV host. And yeah. you know. You but Geneva Dalfire did he. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <dear>. Hello.
0: <laughs> I'm coming down. <dear. laughs> That but that scene at the end where they're at the restaurant, and he's bouncing back and forth, and and, <laughs> and he
1: goes and says that with the lipstick. And excuse me. Yeah, he's like,
0: "Why have you got that on your lips?" And he he does goes, it "Lipstick." Hmm? Oh, yeah, met a girlfriend over in the hallway. <laughs> he's
1: like, could she bring a friend?" I <laughs> got I got the, the go stretch go outside.
0: <laughs> does she have
1: a friend? <laughs> I'll go check.
0: And then he comes back dressed as Mrs. Downfire. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meet your new host, Yuba Jadima Downfire. <laughs> Yuba <to> Delphine. <laughs> oh, shoot. So, yeah, that, the Batman, it was good. It was good. So, had a little big news this week. Yeah. Didn't we have a little big news?
0: We have uh, several n- newses this week.
1: I mean, but personally, big news. Oh, oh, that big news. <laughs> that big news.
0: <clears throat> Huge news. Huge news. Oh, and good thing my wife didn't listen to the show.
1: Because <laughs> I'm going to spoil it. Uh, yeah. The guys from Corner to Corner. The MoCo Four Horsemen. The guys from Corner to Corner, Brett Claus and Mark Muncy. We going to SummerSlam, baby! <laughs> How excited are you for SummerSlam?
0: Uh, I cannot wait. Like, I, I hate for time to be passed by, but the next three months can be a blink of an eye as far as I'm concerned. Right. It'd make it a whole lot easier for me to tell my wife that we're going because it'd be like, oh, hey, tom- oh, by the way, tomorrow, <laughs> we're going to SummerSlam. I'll be gone all day.
1: I'll and, be back Monday. And we are leaving early Sunday morning because it's just in Nashville. Yeah. Uh, in Nissan Stadium. Yep. So we're just going to leave out early Sunday morning. We thought we were going to drive back Sunday night. Sounds like a friend of the show, Rusty Sernicka, is going to uh, comp yeah. us some points. Yeah. And We're going to yeah. be able to yeah, get us a hotel room.
0: The old boss man said that he'd get us a get us a get us a room a couple of rooms. So. So yeah.
1: What do you think? Let's go on and try to put on our thinking caps. With the way television is currently being written and storylines, when we get to July 30th, what is the main event of SummerSlam?
0: Roman Reigns. Good start. (laughs) Versus.
1: (laughs) Another good start.
0: I think it's a strong possibility that it's going to be Cody Rhodes. The way we've talked, It it could ultimately wind up being... SummerSlam being the final match between Cody and Seth Rollins, because you think that at WrestleMania Backlash...
1: I think Seth gets his win back. I think... But
0: now we got two more pay-per-views in between that. We do.
1: One of the two is Money in the Bank. Yep. I could see a scenario where it looks like Cody's going to win Money in the Bank. And... Seth Rollins being the ultimate op- opportunist steals it from him at the last minute because I don't think Cody Rhodes would be good with the briefcase. Especially because babyfaces aren't good with the briefcase. Seth Rollins is kind of that tweener. he would be fa- He's fantastic with the briefcase.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so I think that's going to lead us into Seth versus Cody 3 at SummerSlam, and that's going to be the payoff. Cody gets the ultimate win. I th- For the
0: briefcase?
1: No, I don't think he gets the briefcase. I think he just gets the ultimate win over him. I think we could see Roman versus Drew McIntyre.
0: He.
1: I know you're kind of eh in on that. I think we could also see Roman versus Bobby Lashley. And I know you're kind of eh in on that. I think it's a real possibility we could see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. At some point, he's going to get a rematch.
0: Do we possibly get a Roman versus Cena part two?
1: We could. Cena, I have it on good authority because I know people that know people that know people. That's a lie. I don't know anybody. I fully expect, based off an interview John Cena did we will see John Cena at SummerSlam. Yeah. He's coming back. And he said that uh, he, basically he said in his interview he wished that he could do both full-time, act and wrestle. But he made it clear that that wrestling is his number, like that's his home. He loves pro wrestling. We're getting close to it being John Cena's swan song,
0: is there any way possible that Cena breaks Ric Flair's record at some point?
1: I 100% think it's possible. The, but the, they have them to, unifying that these belts make no sense, it, right? It has totally gunked everything up. Well,
0: and the reason, and going just back to the fact of the briefcase. Right. Roman Reigns is not losing the, the belt on the briefcase. Right. Right? I mean... Wouldn't that be the absolute worst way? Yeah, for Roman to lose.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, you talk about. I mean, that'd be as bad as him being in a fatal four way and not being pinned to lose the belt. Right. I mean, you're you're not wrong. Like somebody is legitimately going to have to get the payoff on Roman Reigns. Right. We both feel like that he's not losing that belt before WrestleMania next year when he's going he's going to fight the Rock
1: and he's not losing it then.
0: It's coming.
1: What here's No, what, I,
0: I know he's not going to lose to the Rock, but he's going to fight the Rock.
1: Here's what we're going to start hearing. Sooner
0: rather maybe the Rock is SummerSlam, but I doubt
1: it. Here's what we're going to start hearing. We're going to start hearing Roman be referred to as the greatest champion of all time. Yeah. He's going to – and I think ultimately that's what brings The Rock into it is The Rock's like, excuse me, how can you be the greatest in the world ever when you're not even the best in the family? Yeah. Because until somebody knocks me off my perch, I'm still the big dog. Right. And I think that's ultimately how we get there.
0: Um, We probably don't – but we don't see Rock before Royal Rumble, I wouldn't
1: think. I wouldn't think so. Um, I think we could. Well, there's a there's a strong probability we might see Logan Paul and the Mias at Summerslam. Um, you got to figure that we're going to see Ronda because does she,
0: does she beat Charlotte this time?
1: Um, I'm not sure, but it's the second biggest card of the year, right? We're going to get big names.
0: And we'll probably get some returns. I don't know who's going to return, but, I mean, we'll probably get some.
1: Um, So, I had a scenario the other day, and I kind of said something to you. I could see us, we got that unification tag match. Unifying the tag titles is one of the smartest things they can do. They need to unify the tag titles. If Roman interferes and helps the Usos win, you could see a scenario where that sets up Roman versus Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. That would be a solid match for for SummerSlam. Yeah. So...
0: And you even said something about RK, bro, and Cody
1: against the the bloodline. Right. Um, So... We'll see. I think... The uh, the uh, one cool part about it is is
0: we're going to get to see Roman's entrance and we're going to get to see Cody's entrance at SummerSlam. You know, here's... And, man, I'll I'll be totally honest. I'll geek out if John Cena's at SummerSlam.
1: Listen, then you better start getting your geek ready because I I, I feel confident in saying that he's going to be at SummerSlam. I don't
0: think I've seen... I don't think I've seen John Cena.
1: So, here's an interesting twist. We got... Edges live. I mean, we've got Edges Club. That whatever it's going to be called. Yeah. We both said that there's going to be a third member to that. Okay. AJ Styles isn't winning at Backlash. No. He's going to probably. That's when we're going to find out probably who the third person is.
0: Yeah.
1: He's going to get AJ Styles is going to get his payoff. Probably.
0: At Hell in a Cell.
1: At Hell in a Cell. In inside Hell in a Cell. Yeah. If you think about it, once they get their third person, it's assumed to be Champa. I think that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Think about this for a second. I just now – you have A.J. Styles. You have Finn Balor. You have Cody Rhodes. What did all three of those guys do? They were part of a, of a certain club – in New Japan. The Bullet Club? They were all part of the Bullet Club. Does AJ recruit the club to help him is that the SummerSlam match? Do we get AJ Finn and Cody versus Edge's Brood
0: 2.0? Well, if that's true then we got to get past Rollins and Cody pretty quick. Right. With maybe even this Well, this coming pay-per-view.
1: Hell in a sale. I think Seth Rollins wins at Backlash. The payoff there, the final match, could be at Hell in a Cell.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I still think we see Rollins win the briefcase at Money in the Bank, and then we are on a collision course with SummerSlam. Now, the problem is there's not even a whole month between Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. Right. Like, like three weeks.
0: Yeah, it's like the second and the 30th.
1: Right. Well, then that's more than three weeks. My After sucks. the
0: last two money in the banks, they're not going to flub it up again, right? They're going to put the, the the briefcase on legitimate people. Right. Because, I mean, the last two have been horrendous.
1: Right. So, let me... I really like the idea I just came up with. Yeah, and now... And the other... There,
0: Free the Republicans' contracts coming up. WWE's wanting them back. And they're best friends with Edge. Every faction needs a tag team.
1: They do. I think that would be fantastic. And for all the people out there that think if FTR comes back and they won't be booked like the best tag team in the world, like what they are, you're out of your mind. That's part of the reason why they are unifying the tag belts. They've thrown together too many makeshift tag teams. Yeah. Let's get back to legitimate. They don't
0: all work like RK Bro and Alpha Academy.
1: Let's let's get back to legitimate yeah. Tag teams. Here's a talk about a talk about a dusty roads moment here. What if? Let's just totally play what if here. What if it is Cody versus Roman at SummerSlam for the titles. What if it looks like Cody is getting ready to win? And what if Seth Rollins pulls the heist of the century twice and beats Cody Rhodes for the title? So Roman doesn't ever lose. Right. Much like Brock Lesnar didn't lose. Right. And that's how Seth Rollins, I mean, that's got Dusty Rhodes, Four Horsemen, world title chase all over it, where he's so close. He's right there, and then Seth Rollins comes in and steals the belt. It doesn't make sense because they're building Roman up as the greatest world champion of all time.
0: Right. But, you know, it could work because of this. Roman doesn't have to have the gold when he fights Rock at WrestleMania. Because they're fighting for family more than the the gold.
1: He he doesn't. You're 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 right. Um.
0: I like I totally think that that Roman and the and Rock are the main event at WrestleMania and Hollywood next year. Mm-hmm. I am not one thousand percent convinced that Roman Reigns is still the champion by the time that gets there. I and I'm not saying your scenario is the most logical scenario. We're losing to the briefcase, or losing in. A, even though we say it's the worst way to do it, he could still claim I haven't lost in three years. Right. I was robbed of my title shot. Right. So, but the easy way to do that is is not combine the titles, get right. get them back off of it, and let let the the Raw Championship be the one that gets flipped and flopped around and keep on rolling. Yeah.
1: They could play it out with this shoulder injury and you could have adam pierce say hey you you're unable to compa- you have to give one of the belts up you can't we can't keep both belts hostage with you not defending them yeah which belt are you giving up they yeah. could go that route yeah and he throws down the raw championship belt yeah while you're right roman doesn't ha- roman and rock does not have to have the world title I don't think they're taking the world title off of Roman Reigns any time before WrestleMania in Hollywood next year.
0: Yeah,
1: that would. But the problem is, is they're building the way they're building Roman up. I'm not sure who can get the belt off of him. You're, like he's almost to that. Like, you know how when the Fiend when they built him up, like he was un, he was indestructible and he was unstoppable. Like. And then they had the cheesy ending with Goldberg, and that's how they got the belt off of him? Well, that was dumb. It didn't make any sense. But it's because of the way they built him. You, when you build a guy like they're building Roman, it makes it look like it's impossible to get the world title off of him. And maybe that's what they want. Maybe they want it to look impossible. So then when – Is Cody Rhodes the guy that takes the belts off of him whenever that time comes?
0: No one else in the WWE makes sense.
1: Unless it's John Cena.
0: Unless it's John Cena. And if that's the case, that doesn't happen for two more Summer Slams. It'd be next Summer Slam.
1: Right. And that's John Cena's 19th world title run. Or 17th world title, yeah. title run. I mean. Yeah. So, in other wrestling news, there will be a lot more Summer Slam talk between now and July 30th. Oh, 100%. Uh, Tony Conman came out last night.
0: <laughs> you didn't think we'd make it through an episode without a smash the Tony Man, right?
1: Tony Conman came out with his geeked out, strung out eyes like he's crazy, and talked about this big announcement because it's you know same time next month, Knuckleheads. Let's come back out with a big announcement. Same
0: bat time, same bat channel. Hey, since we're talking about Batman.
1: The Batman. He comes out, gets interrupted by. Adam Cole, who... Adam, I was a bigger star in NXT. Cole, sorry, let me say his name right. And Jay, I've been wandering around backstage for months white. Came out and interrupted Tony Maloney. And spoiled the surprise. That, we're going to have a pay-per-view using Tony Conman's favorite phrase. The forbidden door. And that forbidden door is a joint pay-per-view between AEW and New Japan Wrestling. You know, the same New Japan Wrestling that within the last year or two, John Moxley and Lance Archer both have held titles in. Yeah. The same New Japan Wrestling that the IWGP United States title was defended on an episode of AEW.
0: Don't forget that Kenny Omega came from there. Right. Chris uh, Jericho was there. Right, and I had not even
1: touched on that yet. Oh, and the Forbidden Door, whenever he hyped up this big announcement, walking through the Forbidden Door, and then somebody had to tell you, Tony Baloney, you moron, Forbidden Door is when somebody who works for one company comes over to you. Whenever you sign Bearcat Lee, who doesn't have a contract, That's not a forbidden door. That's a free agent signing idiot. Yeah. So let me let my buddies, Kenny Omega and Generation Me and Cody Rhodes, make some calls and get Jay White over here so you don't look like an ignoramus. Yeah. So I guess Jay White has just been aimlessly wandering around backstage.
0: I think it's so funny, though, that they're using the term forbidden door because... Like all of that transpired at R- at Royal Rumble, you know when when uh, Mickey James come back right. to the WWE, right? That
1: was a forbidden door. That
0: moment. was a forbidden door moment. Yes, and the the thought that somebody from AEW was going to be in the Royal Rumble, that's where the whole talk, talk of forbidden door come from. And then all of a sudden, he's utilizing that as a as a as a thing. What was that tweet you sent out last night? You sent to us last night. It said something. You said this guy's. This guy gets it. Mm-hmm. It was something along the lines of.
1: I'll read it to you. Yeah,
0: because it, it, it was really good.
1: As expected, the AEW versus New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door announcement is news that will excite a lot of men and women who already watch the product.
0: Already watch the product
1: because AEW fans. And New Japan wrestling fans are the same fan base. Right. Essentially. Yeah. They watch each other's product. Right. AEW is serving its audience with this announcement because it excites them, as it should.
0: Yeah, because you're going to
1: see some matchups you don't normally see. But it's not growing your audience at all. Correct. Because you're not reaching a new another dynamic that you weren't reaching before. Right. You made a point that if it does anything, it does more good for New Japan. Right. Because it gets eyes on their product.
0: Right. And that's exactly what it's going to do. Right. The AEW fans that currently don't watch the New Japan product are going to look at this and they're going to be like,
1: Oh, that guy's really good.
0: Yeah. I need to watch more of him. Right. It's not bringing your WWE fans over. Right. Right. And and, And we had this discussion last week people that are aew fans
1: mm-hmm.
0: are more so aew fans as an alternative to just not watching WWE right right it, it's it's not the fact of that the product is so great that they have it's not Monday Night Wars right like I'm still watching through that right right it's not Monday Night Wars. It's not that both products are so freaking good that you have to turn back and forth between the two of them to see what's going on.
1: Right. They're all on separate nights.
0: They're all on separate nights. You can watch the product as it is. One could argue right now that Raw is the best programming on television.
1: And a few months ago, you wouldn't have argued that.
0: Right. But Cody Rhodes, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins... The Miz, Chad Gable Shoosh Those guys are rocking it out right now.
1: Ezekiel can't forget about can't forget about Elias' right, brother. Right.
0: <laughs> Who wants to hear Zeke speak? <laughs> that, was good. that was his thing the other night. But it I mean, I'll be honest with you. The WWE women's division right now he's struggling. Yeah. They're struggling. Bianca, they they did the wrong wrong thing setting her up with Sonya Deville because Sonya Deville doesn't need to be on television. And Charlotte and Rhonda's just went, eh. And like, eh. Because Charlotte's ma- Charlotte's mailed it in, right? You can tell that Charlotte has mailed it in. She don't want to be there. She don't want to be there. She don't want to wrestle. She's just there fulfilling her contract at this point. That's why I think she probably does lose the belt to Rhonda. We need Asuka back, and we need Bailey back in the worst way. We
1: need Alexa Bliss back.
0: Right, right. R- Raw is doing some good stuff right now.
1: It is. So, with this for- Forbidden Door pay-per-view, it's safe to assume that we're going to see a good portion of AEW titles defended against New Japan wrestlers and we're going to see a good portion of the New Japan titles defended against AEW wrestlers, correct? Yeah. I thought so, too. So, here's something interesting. One of the things that people have cried and belly ached about, and, and I am and I, and one of those people, is that AEW needs six-man titles. Ring of Honor and New Japan have... Six man titles. Yeah. Hopefully, this pay per view will get us the six man titles. You have so many factions. Yeah. Utilize those factions and put in six man titles. Yeah.
0: It's kind of weird that Ring of Honor hasn't really went anywhere other than the pay per view, though, right?
1: They're going to turn Ring of Honor into AEW's version of NXT. That's all it's going to be. You think? Yep. I think it's 100% going to be. I mean, you just saw They announced uh, last week, Jonathan Gresham, the Ring of Honor world champion, got signed to an AEW contract.
0: Yeah. And then got hurt that night. He's... Or, I think he did. I, I, I'm i pretty sure I saw something that, that he got hurt.
1: Yeah. So, he's... Uh, it, he wasn't signed to a Ring of Honor deal. It was to an AEW deal. So I think they're going to run Ring of Honor as a show that is up-and-comers, people they can't get on TV. I think it's going to be a developmental brand for AEW. I
0: don't know that that's as exciting of news as what – We thought it was going to be one But
1: when has Tony Conman ever made an announcement that was exciting, especially when he spends a whole week talking about how big his announcement
0: is? (laughs) That's true.
1: I mean, the last time he talked about somebody walking through the forbidden door, it was Bearcat Lee. And let me ask the audience, and you included, Sean, how well has that worked out for Bearcat Lee?
0: Not good at all. Well, you made the comment before we started recording tonight. Has Has Tony Khan essentially taken all of the WWE talent and buried them?
1: You could argue that. Tell me how, how good Malachi Black's doing. What about Adam Cole? Aside from getting a crown of barbed wire thorns shoved on his head on Good Friday, which was in poor taste. Yeah. I mean, he got jobbed out to Hangman Page. You know, Kyle O'Reilly, he's on there occasionally. And has has Andrade ever won a match in AEW?
0: I don't know if he has or not. I mean, you had Moxley, you know, won the title when he first got there, but that's that was the first year. I mean, they were still getting going.
1: Now he's uh, part of some promotion that they're that they're saying rumored now, because I don't know they's, that they're saying is the equivalent of the NWO, the Blackpool Combat Club.
0: Yeah. Didn't look like it last night when I watched that match. I mean, they won, but I mean, they didn't have no NWO-ish to them. No. And you got Sasha Banks out there on a podcast basically saying, Mox, you need to come home. Yeah. She's, she's calling for John Moxley to come back to the WWE.
1: His contract's up later this year.
0: I'm telling you, one could speculate. We'll back up. We'll talk just a, another minute of SummerSlam because we want to get to our um, Rushmore. If WWE is looking at the opportunity of pulling some of their talent back, what greater way to do it than to have Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns and take that title off of him? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're going to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa! Wait a minute.
1: Right.
0: Roman Reigns, who hadn't lost in two years, just lost to Cody Rhodes in six six months in. Let's say six months. It's not, it's not quite – well, yeah, I guess it would be close to six months. By the time summer, saying, not even quite really. He it just. I mean, months. it was April,
1: April, yeah, so May, June, four, July four months. Yeah, roughly four months.
0: I'm just saying. I'm not saying that it will happen, but Vince does everything strategically. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing that man has ever done in his life without knowing what the ultimate end result is.
1: I would say the only wrestler currently. In AEW, that would not leave right now. Not saying that they're they're going to, but would not leave and go to the WWE right now would be would be Phil Brooks.
0: Yeah, maybe but, not Chris Jericho.
1: I think Chris Jericho comes home at some point. I'm telling you, I, I think he comes home.
0: I, I just mean right now.
1: Uh, it what's what what's he doing right now?
0: Yeah,
1: that's true. I think. And if people don't think it can't happen, I give you Exhibit A. COO, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Helped found the company. They had differing opinions on how things should should be ran and how much he should get paid. WWE made him an offer. Cody gave him his gave them their demand his demands. This is what I will not do. This is what I want to do. This is how I want. And there was. You can listen to Cody's interviews. Yeah. There was no de- back and forth. There was no debate. Vince said, "Done. That's what I'm
0: buying." Yeah. And Cody. Cody. A lot of people have asked him, "Was it difficult decision?" He goes, "It was not. wasn't hard a decision at all."
1: And he said that because he always wanted to come back home. He did. He said that he wanted. Had he never signed with the WWE, he said the conversation he had with Vince would have been closure enough for him. Yeah. Because what I know of Vince, and it could have been Vince blowing smoke and just trying to get Cody to sign, what I know of Vince is I'm sure Vince told Cody that he was proud of him. And and he told him that I'm sure your dad is over the moon with what you've done. Yeah.
0: Now. And Cody's been super emotional since he's been back. Right. I mean, he's he's been choked up almost every time that he's talked.
1: Right. And Vince followed it up with something along the lines of, now, let's go make history. Let's go make money. Let's go do, like, but yeah. come home. Let's get to work. Yeah. Done deal. So if you don't think FTR John Moxley. By the way, they're going to kind of be in a conundrum if they bring John Moxley back. Because he can't come back as Dean Ambrose. Right. You have to bring him back as John Moxley. Right. I'm sure that would be part of his bargaining chips. And then the well, next. If they
0: would have let him be this character on WWE, he would, have never, he would have never left.
1: He would have never left. And then, I'm not. I'm telling you, the more I see. I think MJF comes to the WWE in 2024 when his contract's up. I think it. I think it's where he's going. Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Tony Khan better do something because if he loses these guys and the WWE makes them all superstars beyond they be, like Cody's the biggest superstar he's ever been at any point right now.
1: He's a huge star right now.
0: I mean, I got my Cody Rhodes shirt in the mail today.
1: I know you did. So. I tell you, the guy that I'm looking forward to potentially coming back to the WWE to see what they'll do with him is Matt Cardona. Oh, my gosh. Who has bet on himself big time and has turned into, forget Kenny Omega, he's – Matt Cardona's the belt collector. Yeah,
0: he's got, what, seven or eight
1: right now? Seven titles, including the 10 pounds ago. gold.
0: Yeah. It was funny because he tweeted out the other day that he going to have to quit giving – said these promotions are going to have to quit putting their champions up against him because his backpack is ripping, <laughs> or his duffel bag is ripping. It won't hold all the gold.
1: Right. I mean, he's
0: fantastic. Matt
1: Cardona. But now,
0: he's building himself to the point to be able to come in like Cody and basically have a list of demands. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not coming back as woo, woo, woo. I'm not Zack Ryder. But he could come back as, the, as quite possibly at least the number two heel <laughs> in the company behind Roman Reigns. And maybe the number one heel, but it would be it would be really hard to bring him in as a heel. with he because
1: he would he would get a huge pop. Yeah. But he's so good. Yeah. He could become a heel. Yeah. And
0: well, you, he just has to take talk, out the the, the top babyface at that point. What
1: we always talk about is nobody knows Matt Cardona if he doesn't spend time in the WWE. Yeah. So no matter how 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 uh, screwy you think they how screwy their run went how dirty you think they were done how underutilized they were used, if it wasn't for the WWE, you wouldn't know most of these guys. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, they're not all AJ Styles that were known before they get there. Right. You know. So you're right. You're right. Well, uh, let's see. We're going to we're, gonna, we're gonna wrap up with a uh, Rushmore of uh, Batman what, movies. Movies. Are we doing movies? Is that what we want to do? Our, let's let's our,
1: do Batman movies. Batman movies. You're the Batman guy. I'll let you go first.
0: Oh, let's see here. I will go with number four, will be the original. Michael Keaton Batman that's where my quote comes from have you ever danced to The Devil in the Pale Moonlight I love that
1: you wanna go nuts
0: let's go nuts Jack Nicholson very underrated as the Joker
1: oh I don't think he's very underrated I think he's arguably 1 or 1A in terms of Joker
0: yeah well I mean in all honesty there's only been like two legitimate Jokers mm, yeah fair yeah, but yeah, I—that I, was, you know, I think nineteen eighty-nine, maybe when that came out. Golly, I—I I mean, I, that was one of the, I saw that movie in the theater. That was fantastic.
1: So you're going with yep. I'm the original
0: going, I'm going Batman. With original Batman.
1: Well, I'm gonna go with Batman Returns. The 1992 Michael Keaton follow-up. And that's when you had Danny DeVito playing the Penguin. You had Christopher Walken, Michael Keaton, Michelle Pfeiffer. Power, I mean, just a power pack. And also it was directed by Tim Burton. Tim Burton's psycho. Okay, you can look at any of his movies. The dude has lost it. But I think that's what it made so good. And... Halle Berry is a good Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer was a great Catwoman. Yep. So, number four for me, Batman Returns.
0: Solid. Solid. Um, my number three, I'm going to jump up to Batman Begins the first christian bale movie in the trilogy that tells what i feel like the best storyline of the creation of batman cuz that basically that whole movie is based on that i mean the, the majority of that movie is building the storyline of how batman came to be it's got some comedy to it morgan freeman being in that series was was phenomenal Cause that always cracked me up whenever uh, Bruce was going to get these toys out of this warehouse, and Morgan would look at him and goes, "What are you doing that? Uh, spelunking? <laughs> you know, just all these different little odds and ends." And then he ultimately winds up helping him like build all these prototypes and stuff. Right. But yeah, I I love I love I that whole Batman trilogy trilogy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to go number three with Batman Begins.
1: I'm going to go number three with the movie we opened the show talking about, The Batman. I think that out of my top three, I think they could really go one, one A, one B. Uh, so while it's listed as three, it's really, you know, one B. But it's such a great movie. I urge you, I know we talked a lot about the movie, but we by no means spoiled the whole movie. Mm -mm. It's three hours long. It doesn't feel like you're sitting there for three hours. Robert Pattinson, fantastic. Number three, The Batman.
0: Well, that's my number two, is The Batman. And as you were sitting there talking, I, I remember, like I sat, leaned forward in my chair with my jaw dropped most of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I mean I know it's weird to say that a Batman movie is beautiful. But it's the only word that I could think of to describe it.
1: Yeah.
0: Just the way it was done. Like I said, it was perfect perfect music. I thought Pattinson was great. I thought uh, all of the characters were great. The The way they wrote it out, the, the way they basically tied Batman from the 1960s to current, it, it's one of the closer replications of the actual comic books. Right. And I always judge my superhero movies on that. I'm not a big comic book guy, but I know enough about the comics to know what's represented and what's not right and I felt like they did a fair job of representing the true comic books of the Batman so my number two is the Batman
1: nice my number two I think is going to be your number one I'm going to go with the Dark Knight um I think Christian Bale is a great Batman um I love Heath Ledger as the Joker that was a fantastic movie, one of the best movies I've seen in the movie theater. Uh, it, that's when we started seeing Batman get dark. That was a very dark trilogy, um, and it's getting back to you know. But in essence, Batman is a dark character. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's the that's the that's the nature of Batman. He's a well, dark and,
0: character. and the Batman did a great job right. of getting back to that.
1: I mean he's a vigilante. He yeah. he you know he takes justice. I mean in the Batman he says I am vengeance. Yeah. So he takes up for those who can't defend themselves.
0: When everybody thinks he's going to say I am Batman, he goes I am vengeance.
1: I am vengeance. So just a great movie, great storytelling, Heath Ledger maybe his greatest role ever. Um it's another beautiful movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. So number two for me, The Dark Knight.
0: Well, I'm shocked because I that that is my number one. And I'm sitting here racking my brain going Oh God, you're gonna go you're gonna go with one of them stupid Batman and Robin movies or something like that.
1: I'm gonna go with Nipples Clooney.
0: Yeah. Um I can think of two roles that Heath Ledger ever had. And one of them is not not what a great one to remember. I think he was in Brokeback Mountain, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, and and in The Dark Knight, B- definitely his best performance ever. He's he, he is arguably the best Joker character that's ever played. He definitely portrayed it better than anyone else has. To the point that it it consumed him, and he ultimately killed himself. As I
1: said to the to, to the point of death. Yeah,
0: and and that in itself is horrible.
1: I mean, because they almost did not release the movie.
0: Right, and, and wasn't it you that said that you had read that Jack Nicholson told him not had, to do it?
1: Had ha, had reached out to him and told him to be careful with that role.
0: Yeah, because it, it it it's so
1: dark, and it and and if you're not careful, it will consume you. Yeah. I mean, they said he would lock, like, he locked himself in his hotel room for, like, days. And then he would be out in full character wandering the streets of New York at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. No sane person does that. Right. Like, I literally think he lost his mind.
0: Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I mean, that's like not being able to go home from work and put down work. Right. That's like literally living it, living the character. Um, you know, we didn't talk about Joaquin Phoenix, but he did a fantastic job as Joker.
1: I've never seen that.
0: Well, it's dark. Um, it it's it's you cannot blank watching that movie. Cuz you'll miss like you miss the whole point. Yeah. I mean, it it's all one giant scene basically. Yeah. Um, but it's a good movie. It's it's very well done. Joaquin did a great job in that movie as well. But um but yeah the The Dark Knight you get you get the love of your life gets killed. Mm-hmm. You get the turn of Harvey Dent.
1: Mm-hmm. Who blames Batman for everything. Who, yeah,
0: who blames Batman for everything, even though it wasn't Batman's fault. The Joker's taking out the mob. The joker I mean, the Joker is just running rough, roughshack over the whole city. And you only had one guy that could stop him, and it was the Batman, mm-hmm. you know? And it, it was phenomenally done, and that was like one of your quotes at the beginning, you know, where you're talking about the White Knight, you know, where you... Basically, he had to take on the brunt to protect Gotham from knowing that Harvey Dent turned evil. Right. So, but yeah, my number one, all of these movies are fantastic. We're just putting them in order. Right. Right. But yeah, The the, the Dark Knight's my number one.
1: My number one was actually your number four.
0: Oh, okay. The original I had Batman. a feeling that that could have been the only other one.
1: I, you're a huge Christian Bale fan as Batman. I think Michael Keaton is the be, is the total package Batman Bruce Wayne. I think he did a great job. It was the first VHS that I owned was the Batman or was Batman? Yeah. You had Jack playing the Joker. You we got to see like the how the Joker became the Joker. Uh, we got to see, it's just a great movie. And it's one of those that as a kid it made a huge impact on me. Uh, and Michael Keaton in my mind will forever be my favorite Batman. So number one for me is the 1989 Batman.
0: Jack Nicholson, the best Joker laugh, I think, of all of them. You've seen Ghostbusters, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the scene where they're in the restaurant and Vicky Vale is sitting there and he's coming in with these guys and they're tearing up all the paint uh-huh. and all that stuff and he goes to hit it and he goes, "Wait. Not this one. I kind of like it. It's the picture of the uh, the dude from Ghostbusters 2. Did you ever notice that?" I never noticed that. The 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 evil guy that's in the photo that comes alive
1: uh-huh. basically. Yeah.
0: It's it's the same picture. That's in Ghostbusters two that is the one that he stops and he goes, No, don't, don't not this one. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just great. I, I love how they you know not that they had anything to do with either one, right? Other than the fact that they were technically both in New York.
1: I like one of the things that you just dawned on me when you said that, how many Batman movies do we have Vicky Vale? Is it just Michael Keaton? Yeah, I think so, and I—I I mean, she played a large part in the comics. Yeah. Um, so Batman's my number one.
0: Yeah. Solid. I mean, they're all great. They're all they're, they're all great. So I couldn't put one of the Affleck movies on there. It had to me that Pattinson, Keaton, and Chris Bale Pitt. are are solidified as the top three Batmans right now. And patents, and Pattinson, if he
1: continues on this path, could be number one.
0: Well, we very well, could be number one.
1: He could be. So,
0: well, that was an awesome show. Yeah, we, man. We talk about all kinds of stuff.
1: A little all over the place, but that's yeah. okay. It's so, our podcast. We'll talk about where yeah, we want to.
0: For sure. For sure. Well, um, it's good to record again. It'd been two weeks since we recorded. Okay. We, we recorded two shows. Because we knew Easter week, we were going to be busy. There was no way we was going to be able to record last week, that's for sure. So, well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Great show again, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week.
1: Tune in next week where the topics are made up and nothing matters. Stay safe, friends. Same
0: podcast channel, same podcast time. (laughs) See you. That wraps up today's episode. We want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Without you, none of this is possible. If you haven't had a chance yet, please go out and leave us a five-star review on your favorite platform. Make sure to check us out on Facebook at From Corner to Corner, on Twitter at Corner to Corner PC, and on TikTok at From Corner to Corner. You can always reach us on Facebook or on email, Corner, to corner PC at gmail.com. We love you all and we'll see you next time.